Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am the father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Starkitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 516, El Camino. In English, that's the Camino. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's better than bad times at the the Royale. (laughs) Touche. So if I sound weird to you, or weirder than usual, it's because uh, I am Skyping in this week because I'm not home. So you guys broke into my house. Yeah, totally. And, well, Joe uh, has the skeleton key to every house in St. Louis. So. Yeah, I just sure. Kick, I just kick doors open. Oh. Yeah, I, what what could possibly go wrong with an off-duty police officer going <laughs> into someone's home? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you're not Ooh. here, so it's fine. <laughs> Touche. Yeah. So um, uh, I guess before we get... Uh, uh, too far afield. Let's uh, go around the table and everyone can introduce themselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin. This is Brad. And this is Tom. Uh, quick shameless plugs. Don't forget, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, whatever they're calling it this week. Wherever you get your podcasts, you can find us. I think they and, call uh, Spreaker now. Spreaker. I forgot <laughs> Kevin gets upset when I don't say Spreaker. Have you yeah, ever actually do you have an investment in that customer in that company? I'm um, see if they want <laughs> yeah, to advertise right, yeah, soon. Sure. <laughs> That's how you do it. You set it up nice and natural. You right. talk about it and they're like, hey, we're big fans. We talk about it all the time. <laughs> but uh, while you're there, be sure to uh, subscribe so you never miss an episode. And oh yeah, you can check out our Facebook page, facebook.com slash real spoilers. While you're there, join the League of Show Shares. People who were kind enough to join the league this week. Joker was last week, so uh, you might want to go grab a snack. This is a pretty solid <laughs> list. Griffin Fox Smith, Brad Hyens. See, Brad, I won't read your name next week, but <laughs> you weren't there for this episode, and True. you shared it, so I will read it. Oh, thank even you, though Tom. you're there now. Yeah, <laughs> I appreciate it. No problem. Uh, librarian Cynthia Linnea Thunsell, uh, Jason Weesey, Zara Vandercreek, Ralph Triple, Tom Comiskey, Chris Sanders, Aaron Marlowe, Laura Connolly Quiddick, Chris Williams, Julianne Jordan, Ken Mills, Chris Magic Man, Brent Smith, Travis Tewitt, Ron Johnson, Gabriel Lugo, Susan Carlson, Tammy Sherman Powers, Dustin at Nerds at Night Gaming, Colby Mack from the Colby Told Me podcast, and yeah. Lane Levanway. So uh, thank you very much. And if you'd like your 0.9 seconds of fame, share an episode. <laughs> So uh, also don't forget we have a Patreon account, patreon.com slash real spoilers, where for five bucks a month, 
You get all sorts of bonus content, and you get to help out a struggling independent podcast. Yeah. So uh, there, there is all that. I guess uh, let's dig in to El Camino. I think we should first start off talking about our history with Breaking Bad. Joe, oh, would I, you like to start? Yeah, absolutely. I have zero history with Breaking Bad. <laughs> what? Uh, I've never seen a single. I've never seen an episode. I've never watched the show. I know that it existed. Wow. But I've never seen an episode. What made you? Not, I mean, because it was such a phenomenon, like you know, these big shows, Game of Thrones, Lost, you know, these big shows. Like, what made you never want to jump into Breaking Bad? I didn't care. That's the bottom line. I could. I did not care about this show at all. It was, huh. there was what makes you not care about it? Because it's yeah. like, I mean, it is a great. I mean, it is in the top two percent of television shows ever made in terms of quality. I I don't think like I had like there was when I. I don't remember like what the promos were leading up to it, but there was nothing because I feel like I mean I was definitely watching The Walking Dead. Yeah, but it was just like no, but this, nothing this about pre- it that felt this like predates I, Walking Dead, doesn't it? I don't know. I think this star. I think it goes Mad Men, Breaking Bad, and then Walking Dead. So Brains. I definitely watched Mad Men, Mad Men, and Walking Dead, <laughs> but I did not. I just there was I don't I don't know if it was. Uh, just one of those things where it's just like, no, nah, I don't have time for it's, it. It's just like, I mean, it's such a great crime drama, and there's a cop trying to hunt down a guy, but yeah. there's all these twists and turns with the characters. Like, it's just, oh, it's such a compelling show. And honestly, Tom, I would say it's in the top 1% of TV shows easily, <laughs> if not the greatest television show of all what, time. What I else mean, did, it is solid. What else did Vince Gilligan do? I think this, uh, this, is, this, I think this is it. Is it. Mm-hmm. He's, he was on Better Call Saul afterwards, right, so, right, which okay. branched off of it. Yeah. But, no, yeah. no, it was just, I, I don't he, know if I was watching too much other stuff. Like, there was too much other stuff while I was watching, or... I think Vince uh, Gilligan was a. I know he wrote for the X Files, I believe. Ooh, okay, May, okay, that sounds because, familiar. because I think that's th- how he found Brian Cranston. Like Cranston popped over to do a guest shot on there, and he was kind of like the Malcolm in the Middle dude, right. and then crushed it. And then when he was creating this, he was like, "No, this is the guy," and and he, and he right. had to kind of fight for him because. Everybody was like, but you're the wacky dad on Malcolm in the Middle. Right. I was just going to say, I mean, do you guys all remember, especially people who watch the show, though, like the saying the same thing? Like, what, the Malcolm in the Middle guy? Right. Sure. Like, it's crazy how amazing of an actor. Now he's had all these opportunities and he's been on Broadway. And it's like he's this incredible actor, but he was so typecast in that goofy dad role <laughs> from, you know, oh, famous how? shows. That's just how it goes. You, yeah. you know, you're a famous character. and. That's how people see you, and it's just amazing that once Breaking Bad, even that first episode, like once that first episode aired, it was like, holy crap, this dude's the real deal. Sure, yeah, yeah. I think their, I think their marketing was a little off. I know that's weird to say because it became a cultural phenomenon, but I that I remember that initial image that they were putting out for Breaking Bad was like him and his tidy whities with yeah. the trailer in the background. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I think a lot of people just took it as more zaniness oh like him in his underwear like he yeah. ran around in his under on malcolm <laughs> in the middle sure. yeah. yeah but yeah it, i never i don't know I just, I just i just never it never clicked for me like i was it was never one of those shows where i was like oh man i have to watch that show yeah uh yeah. and i never did yeah, and, I then, did. and then you're and then there were like what six seasons seven you seasons say it's they call it 5a and 5b like they did with the sopranos but it's, yeah it's six seasons and then you know you're yeah. everybody's like it's amazing and you're three three seasons in i was like well whatever yeah <laughs> someday you should get i mean just someday i know that we're all in a day with tv but if you have not seen breaking bad and if anyone has not seen breaking bad it seriously is one of the greatest shows of all time yeah there it's there's like 
no filler episodes. There's always something going on. I mean, there's at least one. Well, there's very, there's very few. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah. it's like 63 episodes yep. of just amazing writing, amazing performances. The story, again, I mean, the way that it connects and twists and turns and keeps you guessing. Sure. And there's so many little clues and things. I mean, watching it week to week was an experience like Lost and Game of Thrones and trying to figure out what's going to happen next. And yep. the uh, great British baking show. Yeah, it's very similar to yep. that too, yep. as well. And uh, kitchen. Well, there was a lot of cooking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> absolutely. So, and Brad, you watched it from the beginning. No, I didn't. Oh, I actually, that's why I was going to bring up. I don't want to interrupt uh, oh. Joey. I didn't know anything about it until people started talking about about season two or three. Is when I was like, okay, I got to watch this show. And then from that point, I think I watched season. I, I started season four with face or not face off a uh, box cutter. Okay, and was like, oh my god, <laughs> but. uh no, I didn't get to watch it from the beginning, but with all the hype around it, excuse me, uh, everybody talking about it, I was like, give it a shot, and I couldn't put it down after, because Netflix had the first three seasons on there, and yeah. went from there. And you watched it several times twice. over. Yeah, twice. Okay, yeah. twice over. Right? Yeah. And Tom, were you on board since the beginning? No, not at all. I was. Uh, I didn't watch it until it was completely done. Oh, oh wow. nice, and just binged it, huh? Yeah, because, yeah, um, so, it the I... I I was aware of it in season one, but like just didn't get around to it. And then by the time it really picked up steam, uh, because of my ex-wife, oh. I really had very little interest in watching a show about math. <laughs> and so, seems, to make, uh, seems, seems to make sense. Yeah. And so yeah. I was just like, eh, I don't know. Not feeling it. I'm just like, I, I, yeah, not maybe later. And then obviously everybody raved about it. Then when it was all the way done, both the series and my first marriage, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I finally was like, "Okay, I'm I'm going to watch this." And I sat down with my my now wife, and we watched it. I mean, over the course of I don't know a month, yeah, two months, and just you know blew through all of it. Nice. My, my yeah. second watch uh, was earlier this year or this summer, and I watched it all in less than two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it, you can. I mean, you can sit down and binge that show easily again. It's such a compelling show, and it's interesting. So we have someone that's never watched it. Nope. Someone that came on a few seasons in. Someone that watched it after it was complete, and I watched it week to week from the beginning. Yeah. Oh wow. Nice. So I mean, it's just funny that we have all these different I will takes s- on it. I will say I've tried to turn several people onto it, and a lot of them grasped on and watched all the yeah. way through. But they're a good number of them that would watch a few episodes and not really just get into it. And I, and I kind of understand it because it starts off as like a slow, you know, drama before yeah. things start. You got to stick with this one. Crazy, I mean, but, not that everyone needs to, a lot of people are hooked from the beginning, but yeah. you're right. The complaint that most people have, it's not like, Oh, I watched the whole thing and I hated it because again, it's like, yeah, the show is near perfect. The sure. ending's great. It but, just keeps building. But and bet, anyone yeah. that doesn't like it or like, yeah, I'm out. I watched the first couple. They're boring or something. Yeah, like, that's yeah. the complaint I hear over and over. And so I feel like if you can get past the first few, like with Better Call Saul, yeah. I wasn't hooked on that. Like, I tried it, got kind of bored because it was slow. And I'm like, oh, I'll finish it someday. And then Brad was talking about how good it is. And <laughs> yeah. I jumped back into it. And for those who don't know, Better Call Saul is the prequel to Breaking Bad. And so it follows the lawyer character, Saul Goodman, um, played by Bob Odenkirk. And uh, it's it's a, an amazing show. Like, when I heard it come out, I didn't watch it right away either. Because sure. I'm like... Saul show like yeah. I mean I love Breaking Bad but come on do we really need to <laughs> have a show based on the lawyer like but I mean it started it, off as a building this character of who Saul is who Jimmy yeah. uh, McGill is 
but then it it basically turned into it, I mean it's still about him but it turned more into building this breaking bad world and how the drug empire was built before Walt came into it in Breaking Bad. Yeah, it's this whole world building thing that, I mean, it really is amazing and it shows you how good Vince Gilligan is and the yeah. different writers on the show. He's not involved anymore with the show. He kind of passed it on to the... Peter Gould. The, yeah, the uh, co-writer, co-creator. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's amazing that you can see. I mean, he's had these two successful series that have just blown up. And yep. I mean, he's amazing at what he does with this whole world building and, and, and setting off these, I mean, he's like a, kind of like a TV JJ Abrams. I feel like, like this guy, I have a feeling that anything he touches is going to become successful. I mean, so far he's proven himself, but um, it's just the, the level of quality on the show is, is basically unmatched. Yeah. Um, so when, so this movie it, for those who don't know, again, I would definitely watch the show, but they give a little recap at the beginning uh, of this movie if you choose to watch it. And if you haven't seen it, this picks up basically right after the finale of yep. Breaking Bad. So they give you the little recap and, and everything. Uh, and so the big question mark of the series was what happens to Jesse, who is the main Okay, so what this. Where? What happened? How do we... <laughs> well... <laughs> like, so, what, what, what gets us to the point where he's in the cage? Well, okay, maybe Brad can. <laughs> so throughout the whole series, like Jesse was one of Walt's students. Okay, and I, well, I know that I yeah. figured that from so, that scene in the diner. Okay, right. So, uh, but he was not a high school student. Like he was no longer a student. He had graduated right. and and moved on. They just accidentally reconnected. Well, right, he wasn't they, mining the classes for kids. Well, he says yeah. there's that line. He's like, I, I, you were on the stage when I walked across. Yeah. yeah. So I, I was like, okay, so they, they know each other previously. Right. All right. So Walt gets cancer. You know the premise of Breaking Bad. Kind nope. of right. Okay, so <laughs> Walt gets cancer, and he's given a vague amount of time, but he knows that his, his days are left, or are minimal and... Numbered, if you will. Numbered, thank you. I tripping up on my words there but his wife's pregnant his wife's so. pregnant he's got a he's got a disabled son and he wants to leave them some money he's a high school teacher who uh he's teaching chemistry but he he's really down on the fact that he was part of like he was one of the founding members of this company that blew up worth billions of dollars imagine it being a winkle Voss twin or something ah, yeah okay, and okay. He, so he basically got screwed out of all the money because his he his business partners i mean there's it gets complicated, but yeah. he basically feels that he missed out on this huge opportunity, and now he's just a teacher. Yeah, and his like his pride is what just eats him away. The you know the rest of the series, but he's down. He just he's living a day to day life as a chemistry teacher, not being fulfilled, and he finds out he gets cancer, and he um he learns how to, he knows the chemistry on how to make meth, and he finds out how much money. Aren't they is. talking about? Isn't someone talking about how crappy the meth is or something? Something he's like, like I that, could make yeah. it. You know, I oh, they're because they're doing it wrong or whatever. Like I he can knows make the, the chemistry. Yeah, he can right? make the perfect yeah. stuff. So he Makes ends sense. up, which is why his comes out blue, yeah. is because his is like ninety nine percent pure yeah. and things like and, that. So. Yeah, and so that's the leading. It's the cause of the zombie plague. Yeah, there and you the go. The Walking <laughs> Dead with yeah. a little Easter egg in there. Yeah. Long story short, he starts making this meth. He gets Jesse to sell it because he knows Jesse is like Jesse's a drug dealer. Yeah, and so they work together. The plan is just to sell this, make some money, and put it away for his family. He dies, and you know his family survives and is taken care of. And so it ends up being this stuff's great, and then they get into gang wars, rival drug dealers. How does Jesse get in the cage? Right. So the whole point is that Walt and Jesse have a falling out over terrible things. They have a several falling out. Well, like, yeah, 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 but Walt always strings him along. Like Jesse's never in control of his life. Walt's not a good yeah. person, right? I mean, he's the protagonist, but he.
he is he's not a good guy no right sure. and so you you like him less and less as the show goes on even though you were rooting him in the big be- firm in the beginning the but second anyway, time i watched it i didn't root for him at all well, like it yeah, was yeah. <laughs> so they have a falling out again and basically walt has done some really terrible terrible things keeps getting worse and worse and uh walt tries to have jesse killed and then these people, the the um, Nazis. Jesse Plemons yeah. and his uncle Jack was yeah. that. Um, but anyway, they're supposed to kill him. This is the other guy that like when they go to build like the the running thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. him. Yeah. Okay. So they are supposed to kill Jesse, but then they're like, "Well, let's." Well, find Jack's not in the show, in in the movie, but the guys that are there are, are part of oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. yeah. So he's like, "Let's find out what he knows first before they kill him, and then they're supposed to kill him later." Well, they never do, and their little smart plan is, "Oh, well, we'll have him." cook for us and then we'll be the meth dealers right sure and so then walt finds out about it and there he ends up killing all of them but that's why he's in the cage they're supposed to kill him but they end up uh, enslaving, enslaving him, him. Got and so walt ends up killing all of them and jesse gets away but we never know what happens does he get caught does he so yeah. in the show the you, very you last just see him get out of there the yeah. very last scene with jesse in the show is the very first scene in el camino where he's driving in the car screaming yeah because he's finally got the wheel to like he's liberated from got it yeah. from he's been everything trapped in a cage for months so yeah i don't okay. know how long but long time long time yeah. and so he's free right and so right. we never know so you make up your own mind and you know jesse's free does he get away but like, you know that was the big question what happens to jesse and then Walt dies, spoilers, in the series, but for anyone, you know, but the... You the gotta thing, say spoilers first. Yeah. Well... <laughs> and then say the spoiler. I don't know if you know. Well, that's, for the that's longest the time. joke of it, because... Before this movie, everybody... There were people who still argued that Walt could still be alive. Right. And I'm so happy that that argument but, is yeah, finally That would done. be ridiculous, <laughs> yes. but... He so was that scene in the diner something from the show? Or was no. That, it was film Because if you look at Jesse at that time from Breaking Bad and look at him in the diner... Oh, sure, sure, ...however many years later, like, you can see the age okay between them i'm like this is weird because that's not the jesse from you I know, gotcha. from the show but that but that was supposed- the diner the scene in the diner was weird though because i could i could tell it was filmed you know for the movie but right. i felt like we saw a scene very similar to that in the show i think probably was- setting up for the hotel and stuff when they're traveling they did a really good job of setting the time period and the clothes yeah. and the because yeah. we knew that was from when they were you know together doing whatever they were at that time period yeah. i don't remember there's probably a diner scene i don't remember specifically but, but i even remember the conversation the conversation oh, really? felt familiar just about <laughs> the you know just the the tone of the conversation just seemed like i had seen something yeah. similar to that in they the had show, a lot it, of heart to hearts yeah you know then he would walt would always find a way to just ruin it and yeah well, screw up jesse's life again yeah it's a, it's a fascinating show because again you start off rooting for this guy but then he ends up being this criminal drug kingpin murdering people doing terrible things what happens to his family who's well they i mean do they die no they oh die. well the hell with it then so whose family uh Walt's. Walt's. you want Walt's family to die why not I mean, they they're, kill everybody they're else on the show. Good. They're good people. I just assume <laughs> if you're going to make Walt a bad guy, just make him kill his family. Oh, his family gets killed. I mean, that's, like, his oh, whole intention throughout the show is he's doing this for yeah, his family. He would just you, die if it weren't for like you would know. You know, it's his pride that he's doing it for. Like oh, he okay. he masks it by like I'm doing this for my family. You know, but got it. But yeah. anyway, so it, it's this starts off right where that ends. So that was the big question mark: What happened to Jesse? Is he okay? And so this movie is. To me, I feel like this is a two-episode epilogue, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I, it's, I, a, it's a nice denouement. If yeah, you haven't watched the show, I don't know that it has much of any interest to you. Yeah, I, I will say though, like, I was at least interested. Like, I was interested in like what what 
most of it was like, what the hell is going right. on? <laughs> but you right. see Who how are these because people? there's so much fan service too. So I'm I'm curious, yeah. you know, like if you were going to go down the list of like asking what things meant, like Badger, Skinny you know, Pete, Badger, all, all these characters, I mean, like all the flashbacks are characters from Breaking Bad. Uh, Badger and Skinny Pete had a lot of moments in the show, and 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 then the flashback to Jane, ever all these characters, yeah. but they wouldn't mean anything to you had you since you no, haven't seen nothing. the show. I yeah. was just like, okay, so I just took them as. Uh, plot devices to get Jesse wherever he needed to go. Essentially, yeah. But like, but I guess if you're a fan of the show, that's like, oh, that's that. Like, it's, it's the, to the, find the, out yeah. what was happening that right, we didn't right, see right. during this time. Like, yeah, I'm just thinking about the show because I tried to watch it again last night, but it was too late. And the very first scene is a flashback with Mike. Um, and you're probably wondering who the hell's this guy? I know who that guy is as an actor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that's as far as I can. But yeah, yeah who, he was in that Liam Neeson movie on the train. Oh, that's the one I oh, thought. Remember, he was yeah, the friend yeah, outside right. the yeah, train yeah. that gets, he got that pushed gets in killed. front of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a, what a dick Liam Neeson is. Uh, so yeah, so who's that guy? He's like the cl- he's a cleaner. Got it. I mean, he he yeah. fixes Mr. everything. Wolf. Fun yeah, fact yeah, about so. him too is he wasn't even supposed to be in the show. What? Yeah, no. Now he, he's uh, in everything. The only reason he's in the show and it, it, what's great is how B- Better Call Saul just developed him even yeah. more and more. I mean, he's like a main character. Was that Bob Odenkirk wasn't available to be the cleaner in that episode for the, to film that? So they they hired uh, no way. what's his name uh, Jonathan Banks yeah. to, just for like a one take and they really liked him so they wrote him oh in for the rest gosh. of it. Oh my gosh! So so I mean. So Saul was just supposed to do something and they couldn't get it. Yeah, because he's so the skeezy lawyer, like right. the, you know, so under the table doing all this stuff. To, to, and they okay. he couldn't film that day. And this this is what I read. So I I don't know how much truth it is, but it, it was it was, was it on the internet. Yeah, oh, so it, has, yeah. To, it has to be true. I don't know why you'd ever doubt it. But I I had no reason to doubt it that he cosmicbooknews.com. Was... <laughs> oh man, any chance I get? I, I so just oh, quickly on that. They so they'll post some garbage stuff, and then they'll get they'll get insane traction, like crazy number of likes crazy number of comments and then they'll post something that's actually like legitimate and it's like five likes nine <laughs> comments i was like well yeah this is why you that's suck a, that is i call that i call so i feel like they've only got one guy like there's one guy that writes all their articles and i just call him out con- i call him out by name constantly because he's such a scumbag it's great networking that joe does for the show f those guys <laughs> r.i.p superman because blah 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 all right, so that's where it picks up. So the show is really it's it's a nice way to tie together the series for people to watch the show. Um, it's good to hear that at least it was somewhat interesting. Though, yeah, that was it. I, I mean, it was, I, I think the the performances were good. Very. I, it's weird because yeah. I feel like that guy isn't very good in anything else I've seen him in. What Aaron, you talking about Aaron Paul? Yeah, uh, he's been in just, Need for Speed. That was it. Oh, is that it? I mean, he basically he was in that Gods and Exodus movie. He was. Too. In, I didn't he see was, it. He but. was in like a a, a a like a serial commercial. Well, yeah, I he saw was, him in that. Yeah, he was also in another TV show. I saw him pop. The Path on Hulu. He was in that. Oh, was that he? Okay. Movie, yeah. But I mean, I show. saw him pop up before Bojack he was Horseman. Oh, yeah, Bojack. Well, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so He's like, I, I mean, and Need for Speed was fine. But for if the I most, remember right. But my point is, like, you haven't. What have you seen him in? He's really tight. He's not really good because he's not he's so typecast they don't really yeah. give him a chance yeah, i feel like i was reading an article this morning about how he you know I, nothing went to his, his plan like everybody is he's just he's jesse pinkman i feel like after watching need for speed i was like oh it's the same character 
Yeah. Like yeah. after watching after watching, he was fine this, in that. After that watching this. That wasn't a great movie, but I thought he was fine yeah. in it. Like, yeah, it was he, fine. I mean, that's the thing. He plays that character really well. But what I was amazed with, I mean, he was good in the show, but yeah. it had been a while since I had seen it. And I thought some of his scenes, especially the scenes with Walt and uh, I mean that diner scene. Yeah. I, I just I'm like, he Aaron Paul does a great job in this movie. He's a really good yeah, actor. I have no and I, I just wish he could get more chances. He was supposed to die in season one. Oh really? Yeah. It's, then I don't remember what the reason. Well, I've heard the story a bunch of times. I don't remember the reason why they kept him. Everybody liked him. Like he was just yeah. they built that relationship with him and Walt. Interesting. And, and then, then look, went, now he gets his own movie. That's yeah. how popular he. <laughs> yeah. So how, the look of the, is this is the look of this. Does it look like Breaking Bad, or does it have like? I think it's a, a little a, more cinematic. That, that was my question. But yeah, I mean the I color don't know, scheme. Breaking Bad did a lot of cinematic things. Yeah, they I still remember like they did a lot of cool shots like with. With the pool and the flowers around the pool, like when they were setting oh, up sure. the boys and stuff, and and so I mean I think maybe this gets a little bit more uh, cinematic just because they only have to basically shoot two episodes; they don't have to crank out a whole a whole season. Yeah. But Breaking Bad had a lot of really cool shots too. I think. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, the shot. I mean, Breaking Bad again is. I I think it's the best show ever. I mean, I put it at number one. Um, but Did you ever watch Justified? No. Well, then don't put it at number one yet. <laughs> well, Justified's I, a great show. I'm sure it is. Did you watch Luther? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So what about uh, the Sopranos? No. What I actually what about Spider shows? <laughs> what about the Electric Company? Oh yeah. yeah. So, but my point is that the aspect ratio, the cameras they use, it just felt more cinematic. The okay. whole thing felt very cinematic. But the color scheme, uh, the outfits, you know, the way that they use color and the outfits to yeah. uh, reflect the characters and like and Todd's the, apartment was very Breaking Bad, like the painting and mm-hmm. everything around it. it looked, yeah. So I mean, it's it definitely it's the same. It's Vince Gilligan, the creator, directed and wrote this. Right. He wrote and directed a lot of the episodes. So you've got the same people involved. And, okay. Um, but, yeah, they definitely – it's it's six years later from the finale. So, obviously, technology gets better. You know, sure, cameras, sure, sure, whatever. Sure. So there's that. But, yeah, so, I mean, these are basically a series of vignettes. I mean, they're just – there's flashbacks, and it's to show you what happened that we didn't see to Jesse and to ultimately where he ends up. It's for people that want to know, does he get away with it? Does he get caught? Because – I mean, just because he got away, he's also, as you find out in the show, like, you know, number one most wanted, you know, for this, you know, the worst meth ring in the history of the country. Right, right, right. right. So he's very wanted. And so that's why he's on the run. I will say it is pretty slick the way they kind of give you the background without like the way the way way they do exposition is through Mm -hmm. the news. Yeah. And it's like and I guess in this community like that it's happening in this community so like the people watching the news would be watching the news yeah you know what i mean so i felt like that was a slick yeah uh way for somebody to get the exposition out there without Absolutely. having to like walter white one, one person you know, you know found man found dead and he was the leader and is it did he was he what did they say liberate was he liberating Liber- them yeah, or yeah. did you know he it's it's like you get that whole news report and you get caught up on what Right, kind of happened to lead up to this, even though you don't know the whole story. There's enough to not be like 
this movie's dumb. It makes no sense. Like you. So are, where does the Robert Forrester character come in? Is he in the show? Yeah, he's in season five. Okay. Um, so Jesse, as you, I mean, R.I.P. By the way, like the timing the of day, that couldn't the be the day, day of. Yeah, couldn't yeah. be any creepier. I texted but, him later that night. I was like, wow, because I've liked him in everything. He's I've great. Seen him he's, pop he, up he, he's one of those actors that's just like, yeah, you're gonna be. If you get him, you know what you're gonna yeah. get, and yeah. it's gonna be a fantastic performance. But I think you. I mean, can't you? You can kind of surmise what what happened I with d- the I money. Well, when he says, I don't. I couldn't figure out what he was talking about, like before. Right, but Jesse he, was going to use his service before. Okay. He's a vacuum salesman, but he works for Saul, uh, which you haven't seen in the movie. I know, I know who Bob Odenkirk we, is. Okay, though. so, uh, or he's affiliated with Saul, where he gets you a new life, basically. Got it. And Jesse was going to use that in season 5A, I think, and then he bailed. Like, as soon as the van pulled up to pick him up, Jesse didn't get in because he realized that Walt did finally for the. for It took forever, but he realized. Walt just did something that, like, I got to go correct this. It. Yeah. So, so he wasted his time, and then yeah, that's he why got he got him a whole reluctant. new life and yeah. everything, so he owed him the money. Right. And so that's where you get that whole, you know, and, and he's obviously a man that he, the rules Very are the careful. rules. Yes. The money is the money. Yeah. Right. And obviously with the passwords and everything, like, you have to do everything perfectly or else he doesn't deal with you right, right and right, so right. um but but first we should start off with uh where he goes to ditch the el camino right and th- so badger and skinny pete are two of his friends from the show that you know you got an apex man yeah just i mean they're they're fan favorite characters okay, just okay. goofy ca- characters that are his friends um and some really good friends yeah yeah i, I also mean, it was interesting how th- i will say they were just like yeah dude let's go yeah like didn't uh, no question those are asked. friends like, right yeah right right so and it makes a lot more sense when you see the history with them too. everything they've been through like they don't have a big part in the show but a big enough part that you can understand what they mean to sure, each other sure yeah. but so they end up doing this car swap because they uh well they call in the one guy yeah. who's going to get rid of the car and the guy's like nope yeah. they've activated the they've activated the low jack like they're going to be here in like 10 minutes yeah. so like i'm out so he's gonna. So Jesse's gonna scoot with the El Camino, and then Skinny Pete's like, "No," and he's like, "Badger, give me your keys, and right. I'll give you and mine." For being on his toes, like he knew exactly. Like this is how this is gonna play out. It's gonna work yeah. just fine. I'm like, that makes sense, huh? Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, that was a great plan for how to get rid of the car, like how to exchange the cars yeah. and yeah. stuff. I was like, yeah, that's really smart. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, Badger is gonna take Skinny Pete's car yep. and dump it by Mexico to act like Jesse stole, stole it, it. Yep. and then the El Camino, uh, Skinny Pete going to pretend like Jesse did a trade with him and uh, Jesse's going to take Skinny Pete's car. And the only thing that was frustrating about this one is it's like I wanted to see what happened to Skinny Pete because he's sitting there. Obviously, uh, a, a most wanted guy is there and they're going to interrogate him and try to figure out what's going on. I just wanted to know, like, how well, I you guess, saw the cops going to his house, right? 50 right, yeah. cop cars. Like, this, well, now we're going to get a two part Skinny Pete <laughs> bad, Netflix was, movie. That's what I was saying. I even tweeted out, like, maybe the next Netflix movie for Breaking Bad <laughs> is going to be Badger's hitchhiking journey back <laughs> yeah. to whatever. But but I was, I was thinking if this was a. Didn't we see? Wasn't Skinny Pete in that first teaser in trailer? Teaser. And you see him in the interrogation room, right? Yeah, but I guess they decided cut to cut that because I was talking to Kevin after watching it. Was like, I guess they just decided to keep everything from Jesse's perspective. Because if this was a miniseries, like Breaking or a, a show like Breaking Bad, they would probably have all kinds of follow up to what happened with Skinny Pete, what happened with yeah. Badger, and all these other things. But uh, yeah, there was a teaser where he's being interrogated, but they used it primarily strictly just to be a teaser for the show and it yeah. kind of was was misleading because i wanted to see more of the the cops pursuing jesse but it was all 
just Jesse versus the Nazis again. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. And I mean, I don't need everything tied up. Like, I I appreciate this is just Jess. What happened to Jesse, and and ultimately what you know a, a fitting ending for the character, and 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 hopefully people are happy with it. But uh, I just feel like that they set up this this great plan by Badger and Skinny Pete, but also like that plan has huge implications. Like if they're going to show it to us and set it up, I just kind of wanted to know just specifically what happened to Skinny Pete because you saw a a parade of cop SUVs and cop cars, you know, going the other way as Jesse. I don't think there's much the cops could have done to him though, because like he said, his story is, was ultimately true. They traded pink slips. The only thing that they really can't, prove is his motivation yeah yeah that's true i i just i'm just like crap man i just he took that's a lot of heat to put on himself and yeah. uh i mean but it but was he, a great plan he didn't do anything wrong yeah, yeah. so so i so, yeah. mean yeah so they so i guess uh jesse takes off and we get a flashback to him and uh the guy who ate jesse plubbins <sighs> um like in when a, I saw flashbacks of Todd, I'm like, because I forgot what he used to look like. I'm used to Jesse Plemons, who's a great actor. Oh, absolutely! But yeah. he's so young in it that was, show, and I'm just like, oh, it didn't bother me when I watched it. But then when people got online and started like Showing. basically fat shaming him, like they were showing side by sides of what he looked like the last time we saw him, yeah, and what he looks like now, and I'm like. Yeah, I see it. He's, but it, he's plumped up yeah. a little bit, but you know, whatever. But it's yeah, a huge. It's, it's a huge like. And again, Jesse Plums is amazing. I'm not trying He's to fat great, shame. Yeah. It's just for chronologically. Meth Damon is what we call them. Right. Show. <laughs> but yeah. But I mean, if you watched the show, let's say people binge the show or they finally get around to watching this and they do a recap or whatever. I just mean for it to take place in the same time period. Yeah. Walt looks very similar. Jesse, I mean, he doesn't look like a just out of high school kid, but he's a youthful looking guy. Right. Yeah, sure. It's just that. Jesse Plemons looks. I mean, Mike always looks old, but yeah, we're used but to that what, from, from Breaking Bad. The transition yeah. from Breaking Bad, where he looks, he looks old, but then on Better Call Saul, which is a prequel, where he looks even older. I'm like, <laughs> and now <laughs> there's like, yeah, <laughs> but but it's like, but Jesse Plemons. I mean, it's such a noticeable difference. So yeah. just for like continuity, I feel like just, they did a good job trying to hide it, like you know, with his clothes, with being the clothes, a bigger, and stuff, yeah, yeah, but yeah, but he's definitely a little bit bigger. But he's a great actor. It's it, it, there's no yeah, doubt. Absolutely. I mean, he has been amazing and everything. I with. can't think of a performance yeah. I didn't like. Remember in Game, Game Night? Night. Just, yeah. I mean, <laughs> oh man, so good. That's, <laughs> a, great, that's, a, that's a good Night. movie. But he was great in that uh, Black Mirror episode. Oh yeah, the yeah. first yeah. episode of season three. Was I the, think the, wasn't it the Star Trek one? Yeah, I mean, he was amazing. Great actor. So Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights. Yeah, all all day. Friday. I guess that's where he started. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I never saw it. It was Tim Riggins. No, no, no. That's ty- Taylor. That's, that's Taylor Kitsch. Kitsch. That's Taylor Kitsch. It's been so. God, who was it? Who Tim was Riggins. he on that? I knew that, and I never watched. Yeah, it. I watched it. Man, it's been so long since I've watched that show. Yeah. I'm blanking on what the character. Either way, he was he high was, school uh, kid. He was high school kid number four. four. <laughs> uh, so we see what I happened. Remember with... He had the. He had his death metal band, Crucifictorious. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, so you yeah, kind of so, get an idea of like what an episode of Breaking Bad would feel like. I know we get other little flashbacks, but there's like main ones. And so this was like an episode. What's his name? Todd. Todd. Todd getting Jesse's help is like one episode of Breaking Bad. And oh. you see how it's like slow and methodical, but very interesting. And the dialogue is, is really well written, right? So yeah. like they don't just rush right into things. You have Todd just... And he went right back into that Todd character. Yeah. You're talking oh, yeah. about the clouds. They're not yeah. rain clouds. Like Todd is such a... Regular cloud clouds. Todd is, <laughs> Todd is pure evil. Like he's... You think he's like this nice... He's got this like innocence mentality, right. but he's like... A, but he's, then he's also... Crazy but, pants. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so you get that from his dialogue, and it's so well written that you're just like, what is going on here? And and they keep you guessing. You know? like, he doesn't get you right into the plan. You see him as like, I bought this 
El Camino cover from oh, eBay, yeah, 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 and yeah. I tried to hang it up, and my landlord wouldn't let me, so I need your help. And then Jesse's <laughs> like, is that all? No. And they go to the apartment, right. and they show you Dead that body. Yeah, Todd has killed his housekeeper because she found his stash of money. Right. And, and he Jesse's like, just like, like, why did you kill yeah. her? He's like, I don't know. She stole your money? No. <laughs> no, she just found it. She just found it. She's like, it. but what if, what if she told somebody? Oh, but she was, oh, she had loose lips or whatever. You know, she right. was going to tell someone. Or she was lying about it. Nope, she's the most honest person in the <laughs> world. So you see how crazy Todd is. Like, this- there is that scene where they're rolling, they're rolling her up in the carpet. And he was like, oh, wait. And he reaches back in and he takes the belt off of her neck. And he was like, I might need this. And just puts, <laughs> puts the, it on. Puts the, puts the belt puts back the, on. I was like, well, all yeah. right. That's a choice. That's, yeah. uh, right? So that's, those are little things that most shows or films wouldn't think to do to show you the character. And, you know, and yeah, he takes a belt off a dead body and puts, puts it on. It on. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's why is he not wearing a belt already if he needs <laughs> it? He didn't, have, he didn't have one. <laughs> and he didn't have one. And then, he, yeah. So Jesse figures out in this scene, in this, I guess it's a flashback scene. Like where the money is, like he he figures it out, but at the same time, um, Jesse Plubin is just kind of not Jesse. Todd Plubin. says, "Well, I guess I need to find Todd, a new." Todd place. says, "I need to find a new place." Yeah. So then we flash forward to present day, where Jesse uh, goes to like I don't know. It was like it wasn't a trailer, but I guess it's like an apartment in a complex. It's an apartment, yeah. yeah. And he's t- like the there's police tape up on the door, and he he goes inside, and uh, he starts to like search Mr. Kravitz. Th- okay. I'll say Mr. Kravitz. Well. You know, Mrs. Kravitz from Oh, Bewitch. sure, sure, sure. It's Mr. Kravitz <laughs> next door, that nosy neighbor that needs to know every right, single yeah. thing that is is always lurking around. Yeah, and so notices he, he goes in and he's kind of like, search. the house has already been torn apart and they can't find the money. Uh, no, I think he tears it apart. Is that uh, what it was? He goes in and it's pretty clean. It's already oh, okay, been okay. it's already been looked at. It's looked police, at by the police, but, but it's but not, torn. not torn. And apart. I love that overhead shot of Jesse in every room. That was a good every, shot. I, liked, I did like that. Was, yeah, where he's you going see through everything. Him multiplied, you know, in a really cool camera trick, like a time lapse. But he's everywhere in every room, tearing it apart yeah. at once. Overhead, really cool shot. Yeah. So uh, and then there's a knock at the door, or he hears somebody coming in the door, and he hides immediately. And these two guys who are wearing like police. Um, they're not flak jackets, but they're like uh, like not blue windbreakers. Windbreakers, yeah, yeah. windbreakers. This police on the back, and then the, the neighbor comes out. They say FBI female body inspector. Yeah. On them. <laughs> uh, he comes out and he starts giving them the, the not the not the riot act, but starts asking a bunch of questions. Uh, and they go in, and this is where you realize, oh, they're not cops. Uh, and Je- oh, well, I guess you don't realize. You don't realize Jesse, I guess yeah. Jesse Jesse pulls the gun on him. He, on like, he's one hi- of them. He's I thought they behind. were. I thought they were dirty cops. That's what I thought too. This was now. This is about one hour into the movie. So yeah. again, there's this is a nice. The problem I had from the outside, like I enjoyed this, but looking at it from the outside and maybe for people, I was thinking of Joe and people who hadn't seen the show. There's so much homage, so much fan service, and it's really well done. Yeah. But I just mean there's not a lot of action this until is an the hour first time in something interesting happens. Where I'm like, like okay, this is awesome, but I kind of expect this to be two hours of awesome. You yeah. know, Jesse fleeing from the cops and a lot of action. How is he going to get away? I didn't know it was flashbacks yeah. and filler stuff, like to fill you in. I mean, not not a stupid filler but you know just yeah, to sure. fill you in and um so when this happened I'm like this is great but then i'm like oh wow we're an hour into it like i kind of expected more of that and so i feel for people that aren't invested in it yeah it may be somewhat interesting and in trying to guess what's going on but i just feel if you haven't seen the show you're doing yourself a disservice because the show is great and you will enjoy this way more yeah as a follow-up so that's sure. that is kind of i just can't away. imagine there being very many people where this would be their starting point. Like Joe wouldn't have watched it if it had no, been. No, I, I would never have watched it. No. But I think yeah, there's some people that just watch anything that comes on Netflix, new movie. I bet there's a ton of people that watch it just like, 
Oh, well, Camino. I, you know what I mean? I, I wouldn't do it, but... Is that... So, I, I guess that's my other question. Is that a thing? Like, is the El Camino... Was that... It was just the name of the movie. Like, there's not, that doesn't have any well, significance. Well, it has, it has lots of symbolism. What do you mean? Well, it's... Well, I, Camino I, in, in, in translated would mean the path. Yeah. It's the ah. symbolism is he's... You know, he drove the El Camino to freedom. Is that really what that means? Yeah. El Camino means yes. the path or the road. They yeah. named the car the path? Interesting. Yeah. No. I guess or the road. It, yeah. yeah, they drove. Can I tell it? you that when I was a kid, one of the first, like the first time, I was like, "Oh man, I wanted an El Camino," because it had like it had the back, like you had the two, like it's it was like, like a it, was, it was well, it's like it's a muscle. A it is kind of yeah, <laughs> right? but it's like a muscle car in front, right? But you can put your buddies in the back, right? That's, yeah, it's the, right, right, right. Um, yeah, uh, trademark real spoilers, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. The so I mean, mu- the mullet of cars. Yeah. So there's symbolism in in it, you know, from from his escape to the path that he goes on, and so that's why they named it. It's that little double meaning there, but it's not like that car was something that okay that Jesse like, wanted as a kid. That, the well, first I was episode. just like, I don't well, know skinny if that Pete was always like, wanted one. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> he got one. So yeah. This is really yeah. Skinny Pete's movie <laughs> yeah. or show. But. So yeah, so the the these guys walk in and they see Jesse. This is actually a pretty good shot where you think that Jesse's kind of sitting on his ass. And he's pointing a gun at this guy, but it turns out he's like laying on his back and he like scoots out. And he's like, I don't want to kill any cops, blah, blah. blah. And then I, I did, as soon as he said, hey, lieutenant, call your partner, call your and he says, hey, lieutenant. And I was just like, why would a lieutenant be there? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And then I realized, then realize it's, it's like, code. oh, OK. Yeah. Well, also, well, was, I also thought that if they are cops, know. well, yeah, but if they are cops, then like maybe that's like the code, not a code word, but like it would. It's a trigger. Sure. I took it no as... No pun intended. That's when I knew immediately I took it as the partner would be like, why would he call, call me lieutenant? lieutenant. That, exactly. That's what I mean. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think the guy's too dumb to... Th- I mean, he he doesn't know rankings. He, right, he, right, right. He thought of the first thing in his head, like, a police officer, a lieutenant. Right. Yeah. You know? So they, they had this pretty good standoff where you, yeah. you're not really sure what's going to happen. I mean, I assume we're only an hour into the movie, but like, right. we're not going to lose anybody yeah, yet. Sure. So uh, How many guys we got down there? Six? <laughs> oh, I think there's eight. Like, yeah. they play it off really well. They did really well. Uh and then, so is Jesse a dumb? Like, is he just a dumb dude, or is he he's no. not dumb? He's just an average. Yeah. Guy, okay. You know? Okay. I just didn't know if like he's there was a like, guy. Like a, like a running theme where he's kind of an idiot. No, he's oh, not okay. stupid. No, no, no. he's just your average. Again, he drugs. He got into drugs and bad stuff, but he's a good person. We learned throughout the series. Just made some bad decisions as yeah. he was younger, but he he's not. I would. Uh, I mean, I he guess never like yeah. He never pl- played off as being bad, like no. as being uh, like I think Walt saw he had potential, but he decided to he go just to his, decided to manipulate yeah, him through it. the whole okay. series. Okay. Like he took a his, they found his parents found like a when he went back to his parents, his parents have kind of shunned him. His parents find like a little blunt uh, when he's staying there, and he takes the blame for his younger brother, who's his grade A or A plus student brother, who's going off the band. Who, got it. You know, like, and he's, he's also like the good. He's got kid. a heart. He's got, got a really got good heart. He doesn't okay, want okay. the brother to be like fall into what he did. Exactly. So he's like, you know, he's the good kid, and they they know that Ju- Ju- sure. Jesse's the screw up, and yeah. Okay. So uh, so yeah. So they there's a standoff, and the cops. He, he Jesse gives up, and he kind of you know, they start to uh, they they don't have handcuffs. So that he starts using like, like a like a, a lamp cord, and Jesse's like, "Hey, <laughs> handcuffs, handcuffs please. please!" And they're just like, "Well," but he's like, "Shh!" He's like, "Oh Christ, you're not cops." <laughs> yeah. So there's a pretty good uh, where like the um, he Jesse kind of says he's like, "You can search all day. I know where the money is." And you're never going to find it. But the na- me. and the neighbor comes over. Right. So, so the guy that he had at gunpoint goes to talk to the neighbor. Yeah. And then Jesse, who that guy, I thought that guy was like the dude who was uh, like the doctor in the Hangover, or you know who I'm talking. Remember, like when uh, 
I didn't think he was Ken Jong. You looked. No, 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 no. no, There's there's another doctor. Yeah. That like. I know he's not a doctor in the hangover. It was just. No, no. There's another doctor in the hangover. Okay. But you, he's a comedian. You know, if you recognize him, and that's why I thought this guy was. I was like, this is a weird role for this guy. Well, Bill Burr shows up in Breaking Bad. Oh, Uh, does he really? so yeah, so they they find they they pull off the the interior of the refrigerator and there is all the money. Everything's on the inside of the refrigerator, and uh, Jesse Jesse's loads like, it up. yeah, he's the, the guy's like, what are you, what are you doing? And he was like, this is one third of this is mine. And he, my we're, half. Just, we're gonna split this three ways. He's just half. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And the guy's like, no, 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 no. Like one, th- like he starts like he's like, what makes you think you get any of this? Yeah. And he's like, look, man, I'm gonna die either way. So either you give me this money. Like you give me what I want, and or we shoot sp- me. We, we shoot me, and then nosy McGillicuddy over here calls the cops, and you you don't get anything. Yeah, and you're in the same position I am. Right, and he so was he's just like, like, "That's fine. a third. Right. Take it. Right, you, you, know, get, you, get a, you get a third of it." So then he gets the third, and I'm trying to think. Is this where we get the? Okay, so he sees like the side of the truck. Like they they yep. call it a day. He sees the side of the truck. This is where we get the flashback to. The, this is the guy who created the cage, mm-hmm. uh, and I do like the line where he's like, "I was wondering when you were going to recognize yeah. me." Yeah. Uh, and we get a little flashback to Jesse trying to. And it is interesting how subservient he is to the to these well, two. Well, but I guess shows he, you. he doesn't really have much of a choice. Well, I guess. I mean, yeah. especially in the He's scene that broken. Right. Yeah, that we didn't mention, but you see how broken he is when they're burying the housekeeper that Todd killed. Oh yeah, and yeah, Jesse yeah, finds yeah, yeah, a yeah. gun, and so he has a gun. He has a car. He could escape, but he's so broken that he doesn't even shoot Todd. He hands him the gun and starts breaking yeah, down. Yeah, Todd was just like, so. "We're oh man." Just give me the gun. I mean, he's he, been. We were gonna get some pizzas and cold yeah, beers, and he's like, "Okay." And again, Aaron Paul. I mean, throughout this yeah. whole movie, his performance is yeah. excellent. No, I, I, I have, yeah. I find, I find no like as somebody who's never seen this show, I find zero fault in any of the performances yeah. in yeah. the storytelling. I think it's very well done. The right. later and, seasons, he got a he got a couple. Of, and Brian Cranston got an Emmy for I think almost every season, and, as well. And, as and Aaron, Aaron finally got his in season. Four and five, I think. Okay, but you see, I mean, this quality and the acting and writing—this is what the show was for sixty-three episodes. Okay, you know, maybe sixty-two. But the uh, extent of my ability to watch TV at this point is one episode of The Great British Bake Off. <laughs> <laughs> nice, <laughs> only because it's, it only comes out once a week, sure, and maybe an hour or two of wrestling. And considering there's nine to ten hours of it a week now, I, you yeah. know, like it's just like, well, I've got. 45 minutes let's just put that on fast forward got it got it got it got it okay i gotta go but yeah we see this just this horrible scene of how yeah they were uh you know chaining him up and they were just he, he treating him like an animal and uh yeah we know that this right. guy has a history he, well, and, 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 well and we should say that like the the flashback he has kind of he has longer hair he's got a beard he's not exactly recognizable but sure. jesse jesse recognizes him immediately jesse takes the money goes to see robert he's he's pulls a uh it is. They use the phone book a lot in this movie, which is more than I've ever seen a phone book used in the last fifteen years. Well, in, phones can be general. traced, so that's why he just has like a flip phone burner. But right. you know what I mean, like they. No, totally, totally. Yeah. I just I was I was like, what an interesting interesting device that I haven't seen somebody <laughs> use like a yellow pages in yeah. forever. I thought. I mean, I thought that was a doorstop. That's that exactly. Right. <laughs> I remember when they used to deliver those. They don't even deliver them <laughs> anymore. You have no, to request them, I think. It. But uh, when they used to come to the house, I'd be like, oh, I got the new doorstop. Yep, oh, great. This will yeah. keep the door open while I'm barbecuing or. Something. Yeah. Uh, so so yeah. So he go. He's got these. He lists. He finds all of the like vacuum sales places, and he's just crossing. He's looking for very something very specific, 
And he drives by each one. He's crossing them off. And finally, he goes to this last he one. He sees the van. Right. And, and he goes in. And he goes in. And there's Robert Forrester. And it is funny. Like, was he He was on Heroes, right, Tom? Yeah, he was Peter's dad. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then that that's a thread that gets dropped completely yeah. because of the writer's strike. <laughs> Can I... Can I introduce yeah, you to heroes? <laughs> yeah, I know that's true. Yeah, but like there was a, there, I mean, at least in seasons one and two, there was a, th- oh, they were going somewhere. It was a great show, yes. and then and the writer strike happened, and then something happened. I don't oh. even remember season three. Oh. Did they try to bring? I didn't think neither did they. Yeah, neither did they. Yeah, that's they that's, rebooted it with the the cheerleader's dad. Remember, it was like him trying to find other heroes. Oh, or something. It was just is him. that what it was? Yeah, yeah okay. I didn't watch it, but that's yeah. Okay, that's right. That's right. Man, that was a good Jeff Loeb, yeah. right there. Yeah. Comic book writer, DC Comics. Now he's at Marvel. It was Jeff a great Loeb. show. Was, those first two seasons are good. They stuff. got screwed over by the writers' strike. A lot of shows didn't come back. You yeah. know what I mean? A lot of them fell was, by the wayside. Yeah, okay. But uh, that was a show I watched weekly. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Not anymore. Uh, so yeah. So save the cheerleader, save the world. That's right. Uh, or just keep going back in time and mucking it all up constantly. And that was uh, that's where my first introduction to Milo Ventimiglia. Not not Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> Oh, the kid, his yeah. kid, and yeah. I well, I saw that movie, but didn't know who he sure, was. Sure, Milo Ventimiglia, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, so he goes and he has this interaction with Robert Forrester where he kind of like locks the door and he says, he tries to remember whatever the phrase was. He was like, I don't remember exactly. Like, you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Robert Forrester, and it's it's crazy. I do, I always forget. He's in Jackie Brown. He's fantastic. Oh in my Jackie God, Brown. Cherry. Yeah. Uh, and it's just one of those things where it's like, yeah. An Oscar nomination for that. Did he? Yes. I think oh, he did. Yeah, he did. That's supporting that, actor that nomination. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he kind of he's like, if if what I'm if what you're saying is true, this amount of money is your back payment. This is what you owe me. And so Jesse, and he Jesse's drops one hundred like, twenty five thousand on the table, right? And he says that's for last time, and you owe me for this time. So right. he goes to count his money. He's like eight. What is it like eighteen hundred bucks short? Eighteen hundred short. And Robert Forster's like, cool. See ya. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he's take like, it. no, no, and he remembers that Skinny Pete and Badger gave him two wads of money. Right, he counts it out, and he's what 180 or no, something? no, no. That, that's how he ends up being 1800 short. Oh, that was the yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. So he's uh, he's like 20 10, yeah, or something yeah, yeah. like that, and he ends up 1800 short. And so, I mean, from if you just think about this logically, it's kind of silly. The guy would turn away 240. You know what I mean? I mean like it is it's, kind of, but like. I, like he's I, gonna get his back I, payment or nothing. Yeah, but if you're, but I if, think it is he didn't want to do it. And I that's the way yeah, I took that, it as yeah. well. He's oh, like, I'm it, out. Okay. Like, I'm out. I'm out of the business. I'm not. Yeah. But he's uh, such like, a man of his word that he right. will do it if he said he would. But this was a way for him to not get involved. I get right, it. Right, right, right. Because I'm just like, okay, I get it. If you're like, hey, I can't make exceptions for people and you're a lot of money short. But I'm like, when you have 125 back payment on the table and almost 125 this, I'm like, that's a lot to it's turn also, down for. I, I also <laughs> kind of like the idea where he's just like, he, the way he keeps himself out of trouble is he sticks to his rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as soon as he breaks a rule, that's when he's going to get in trouble. And this character, to me, in this 10-minute, not even 10-minute, like 5- to 6-minute yeah. scene, is just like, I am not breaking my rules for your dumb ass. Absolutely. You and know? I think Saul, um, back in the Breaking Bad show, uh, makes it clear that like you don't mess with this guy. Like You yeah. either do it or you don't. He's Mr. Or, Fox. Yeah, like it's... Yeah. That's it. So I mean, that's, that's probably... Mr. Wolf. Sorry, Mr. Yeah, Wolf. Yeah. yeah, I knew what you meant. Uh, so, yeah, so he's like, fine. And he, so he, Jesse leaves, and the cops show up immediately because he calls the cops. But there's some, but there is something yeah. off. Like to me, it felt like those those cops weren't exactly there for the right reasons. I don't know if they thought that maybe Jesse it was Jesse that was there. I don't know. Like there's something about that interaction with the cops that made Robert Forrester be like, 
if you can get the money, like we'll do it. Like huh. I'll, I'll do this. I don't know. Maybe it was just the way I read that scene. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, I did take a, a a break in between watching this movie. Uh, to go see Halloween at midnight last night, <laughs> so and then I came back and finished it. So uh, it's possible that you know I I misread this the, this scene because I came right. back into it. But um, but Jesse calls from a payphone, says you know no he calls your word from, is, he calls from his cell phone. Okay, he calls from his cell phone. He calls his mom and dad too. Yeah, and he like, says your word is your bond, whatever. And you know he's right. like, yep, I'm a man of my word. Right. So he sets out to get the money, and he goes to track down the the fake cop, the welder guy. Well, that, he goes to he, his his parents have been on TV already yeah. saying just please turn yourself in. So he calls his mom and dad, and his mom and dad are he's like, look, can you come come get me? Where this in this special place, like this lake yeah. right. house, and they're like, okay, to lure them out, right? Of the house. So they leave the house. He goes into the house, and I is this is the safe a thing? Like when he puts the code in, like is that a thing that? I don't know. I don't know if that was, was like a callback to something or, else. I don't or, think so. Okay. so. Uh, so he puts the he, he figures out that the code. I guess it may maybe it was his birthday originally, and now it's not. It's like his brother's birthday, it's maybe. Just, yeah. uh, and he finds a like a old style. Uh, revolver, like very a mini revolver, it's a twenty-two. Well, the other gun is a twenty-two, oh. like the other pistol is a twenty-two, and this one is like probably it's probably a thirty-eight. Honestly, okay. Um, I thought he, I thought he found his grandpa's old gun. He does. Was, yeah. He has he has two. Okay, yeah. Uh, so he takes them. Which both. this was great. This is the a, way, this is a, the way that pays off. Scene. Um, this whole so scene. this is I when he shows up and the guy's like, "What is that? A twenty-two? I was like, "Well, he's got the other one in his pocket." Yeah, like, but know, but, it's, but what a great plan. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and and I think the vacuum scene, the waltz scene at the diner, just because you know the amazing writing, right. and I they're both so good in that scene, and then the showdown scene, which I know there's not a lot of huge scenes, but it's like those moments for me yeah. made this movie, and like when it was really good, and there's stuff going on, it was really really good. Yeah, as much um, as I hate hate Walt now, but like it was so great yeah. seeing but him. It, it was great seeing him. It was great returning to this world, but it's also reminds you of like how much of a jerk he was only caring about himself. Yep. The way he talks to Jesse. He's just so self involved and yep. ready to manipulate Jesse into whatever, you know, yeah. it's yeah. yeah. So uh he goes he goes back and he all, you know these these guys have this these two dudes have this massive amount of money. Yeah. And what are you supposed to do with that much money, Kevin? Oh strippers of course. <laughs> Hookers and blow. Yeah. Like that's that's kind of the way that works. <laughs> So uh, he sees you know, the girls come to party. There's all kinds of coke. The girls leave. You know who the bodyguard was? No. The guy that accompanied the strippers yeah, but who? is uh, the guy from season one of uh, Better Call Saul, the really bad uh, bodyguard or whatever that Saul had. He like ran away. I don't remember. You don't remember that? No. I mean, he's a very minor character, yeah. but that's like one of the... The one callback because this you, no. don't, you don't have to see Better Call Saul to watch this movie hardly at all. It's mostly all Breaking Bad callbacks, but he was in the first season of Better Call Saul. I don't remember that. Yeah, that's funny. So, and that's, it, it is funny awesome. like when you say that, and the dude's like passed the f out. Yeah. you know, <laughs> like in the car, and the gal's like, "Let's go! I yeah. don't ever want to come back here." So Jesse kind of comes in. It was actually a really well crafted scene where you don't see Jesse at all. You just see like they're partying. There's music going, and then you see the the welder fake cop guy like turn the music down and the camera just kind of pans like around. it's almost like a 360 not a 360 but like a 180 shot and then there's Jesse standing at the door and he's like look I just need 1800 bucks and I'm out you'll never see me again and the the other the redhead guys like don't you give him a dime yeah. blah 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 uh, shut up the guy right. just keeps telling him to shut that up and it basically up comes down to uh he sees that Jesse has a gun he's like what's the gun for he's like just I, I just need the 1800 yeah. And he was and like, I'll tell you what, you're, you're 22. He was like, what, did you, what did you bring a 22? What are you doing? He's like, you're 22 against my 45, and winner take all. 
and everybody like people start to scatter on either side like it's yeah. it's almost like it is a western yeah. basically at this point this is great writing yeah and then um the guy goes to pull and jesse fires from his pocket and we re- we you know it's one of those things where not really that we forgot about it but like i wasn't thinking about it because I mean, he's got his hand in his pocket right. and one hand like you know ready to draw and the other guy unclips his gun holster and so you th- you're just thinking like okay what is going to happen and he just mows him down yeah I mean, he, just, he, he he takes the revolver yeah. out of his pocket and shoots no in the pocket yeah that's what i meant like yeah. through the pocket yeah. and shoots the pocket and it's just like whoa i mean <laughs> i did not ex- i'm like how is this going to end and i did not expect so it it was awesome jesse ends up killing both of those dudes like both of the, the fa- bags they're, they're both fake cops and the friends i thought this was great give me your driver's license right i know where you live He's like chad scott yeah. Derek. i know i know where you live if you say anything i'm gonna come back and i'm gonna kill all these of guys you. weren't criminals they were just losers loser yeah. friends that were partying with the other two criminals right and so you knew that i mean they didn't have guns they didn't want to be involved they were just idiots right and so yeah. so yeah so he he takes the money uh and then he goes do we see robert forrest is this where we go back i'm trying I mean, to think if there's any flashbacks up. I don't think I don't he, think there are. He doesn't ever show him the money. We just see right. him at the He's, end. He, yeah. yeah, Robert Forrester's. He says that like we're going to Alaska. Yeah. So we we see Robert Forrester driving like a U-Haul truck, uh, and he pulls over like in this random side road. He flips. He goes in the back, pulls down like this little compartment, and there's there's uh, <laughs> a space heater. Yeah, a little space here. I was like, man, that's gotta get hot. <laughs> yeah. Like how, how how do you but regulate Alaska, that? Yeah. You know, yeah, but still, like it's by his feet. Yeah. Like those things are no joke. Um. So he gets out, and Robert Forrester, like, they load up this, uh, like, uh, a, a jeep, basically, and says, all right, man, 15 miles that way, and uh, you're good to go. He's What's like, your social security? Read it backwards. Which I thought was good, and then yeah. he good gets- Good luck, Mr. Knickerbocker blah, 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 or whatever, Driscoll. you know, whatever. It's Driscoll. It's Driscoll. He okay. gets in the car, and the, the, I mean, it's a, it's an interesting ending where, like, he just gets in the car, and he kind of drives away. But there's a final, but there's a flashback. There's two things yeah, that you didn't mention. Oh. One, a letter that you're going to have no idea what it means. Well, I have to believe, did it say, I couldn't read to who you wouldn't, you wouldn't have understood boy. it. Who a was little, it? A little boy of a, a lady that he uh, was seeing at the end of, okay. of the series um, who gets killed. Oh, okay. it, it's his fault, but okay. I mean, he couldn't get out of uh, out of doing it. But he's like, explaining, so this kid isn't always wondering what why was my mother killed. Oh, yeah. I got gotcha, you. So, initially, I thought you meant the boy got killed. I was no, like, why boy, would you write him a letter? No, that doesn't make any sense. You it, could tell, like through like growing with Jesse throughout the show, that he has a soft spot for kids, and he, he's he's a good guy. Okay, but was the kid the one in the hospital though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Walt poisons him because uh, to get to Jesse. Yeah, uh, and so it was a big deal. That's one of the reasons why Jesse knew that Walt needed to be stopped and he couldn't run away. But anyway, it's a letter to him that was originally in the show. Yeah, it's supposed to be in the show. And like Aaron Paul knows what it says. I mean, the production knows what it says, but Vince decided to leave it out. Okay, But he said it's an amazing, heartfelt letter. uh, And one day he hopes to reveal what it said. But it was the first thing that he read for the script of this. Got it. uh, And for whatever reason, Vince Gillen cut it. Um, but then there's a flashback to the his girlfriend that he was dating. Oh yeah, okay, two. okay, yeah. yeah. Which uh, d- Jessica Jones. Yeah. yeah, I was. I did. I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. Jessica Jones is in this show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so is that the girl with the son, or is that somebody else? That's a different girl. Different okay, girl. that's okay. she's from season two. What was the meaning? I don't. Was that a thing? Like Walt, was that supposed to Walt be like let her die too? Got it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Walt's not a good guy. Yeah, These are things, again, Jesse's been through some crap. Maybe he it. shouldn't be Commissioner Gordon. <laughs> but Jesse's <laughs> been through some crap and this is this is what led Jesse to Okay. I mean, Walt manipulated him. What's he her name? Killed. Kristen Ritter. Ritter, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah, but we talked about the flashback in the diner, like yeah. so it is I, I will say it's it for somebody who never watched the show, the their their flashbacks made sense, their exposition made sense, and it actually I mean, I was able to 
w- given my background, I was able to uh, <laughs> put together like what we were not exactly like what happened to not all of the events, but like how you know what I'm saying, like how we got to where we are. All yeah. the flashbacks. What happened to what happened to uh, the Tim? Not Tim Riggins. Uh, Jesse Flubin. Uh, oh, he he killed. kills him. Yeah. Oh, he does. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do we see that happen in this movie? In the show. In the show. That Jesse was my question. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, because what Hurrah. we saw of him in the show, yeah. <laughs> what we saw of him in the movie was just a, a moment that they had together, like got a weekend it. or whatever. But okay, okay. That happened before Jesse was liberated from. Got from it, got it, got it, yeah. got it. Okay. Yeah, I think uh, anybody who watches Breaking Bad, I think this is right, you know. It's her. definitely is, a love letter uh, for fans and a great way to wrap up the entire I th- series. I would have right? to, agree, like, even not watching it, I was like, I could see where this would be a satisfying like epilogue yeah you know it like is. it's like those two issues yeah, in the I, comics go ahead Tom. i think if you go into it expecting an epilogue then you'll be fine yeah i yeah, wish i did I, I was expecting a non-stop badass movie yeah and i was a little disappointed in that regard again that's my expectations um but i did watch it twice i wanted to you know to see it again and watch it without the expectations and um, it's really well handled and I still thought that the first time but I was just like yeah. oh okay like there were a couple really cool scenes but other than that I'm like oh it's just as a as an epilogue for Jesse I, I think it was yeah. really good but I think I want I expected or I wanted more of what happened in the world after after Breaking Bad ended with Walt's family and Marie's family everybody you know yeah. and there's a lot that would of be, that would be more of a mini series yeah. again and not a, a, a character focused yeah centric movie for but maybe movie. we'll still get that yeah maybe yeah, so how... I, I, that's the question is like for anybody if it, 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 it works for everybody basically like breaking bad for everyone i guess yeah i, I don't know what i expected but i i liked what i got but yeah. I, I think I, I wanted more in some regard but it, it's it's fine i liked it uh, the show's so good better call saul is so good i think that we're just expecting always yeah. a lot of just sure. a lot and this was not a a full season of television. It was a two hour movie, which basically was like a two part or two episode, uh, you know, Jesse epilogue. And yeah, it was for yeah. that. I think it was very satisfying. I would yep. have to agree. Yep. yep. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And I think from a fan service standpoint, I think it's unfair to call it fan service because it all served the story very well. It mm-hmm. wasn't winking at you or, or trying to be cute about it. It was bringing in characters that you've seen before and utilizing them to to move the story and explain things, I think, in a very effective way. Yeah. So I think the only reason it feels like fan service is because it's been so long that when these characters pop back up, you're excited to see them. If this came out, if, if this had been, if there had been two more episodes of Breaking Bad and they'd have been these, I don't think you would perceive it as fan service. Yeah. No, yeah. And, and I, yeah, I don't think it, it never fair. felt that way in a negative way. I think we all just felt that for the fans, it was really nice that they included sure. all this for them. Yeah. And I know sometimes that is used in a negative way and it didn't feel like that at all in here, no. but it's like, there's so much for fans to take apart and, and just to see and try to look for. And, um, I think it was really great for the fans and it's good to know it was good for newcomers. Yeah. Too. Yeah, totally. I, yeah. I was in, it was all good. I lost awesome. the show. Well, I'll get it. Okay. <laughs> you heard the yeah. great British bake off is as far as I can get. So, <laughs> Well, I guess uh, that's it for this one. Let's go around the table and everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at JoeyButts, B-U-T-T-S, 21. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. And this is Brad. You can find me on ReviewSTL.com. 
And this is Tom. You can uh, follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online, Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. While you're there, join the League of Show Shares. And, of course, don't forget our Patreon account, Patreon.com slash Real Spoilers. For five bucks a month, all sorts of bonus content, and you get to uh, get to help us out. So yeah. that's it for this one. Uh, I guess coming up next week, we will look forward to Zombieland Two. Ooh, that sounds and, like uh, a thing. Maybe if there's time, even Maleficent. Who knows? Hopefully. So not. Uh, that's. <laughs> <laughs> so, Wow, way to suck the air out of a room. (laughs) (laughs) Joe's excitement and then his disappointment. It was great. (laughs) So anyway, that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, Roland committed suicide in the car. to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbird styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit make these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Superlight Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The eucalyptus fiber upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Superlight Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Superlight shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And, because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.